All right, Bert came in shortly uh, after 9 o'clock uh, last night. The disgraced uh, South Carolina law- lawyer, Alex Murdoch, found guilty of the grisly uh, murders June 2021 of his wife and son uh, over the courthouse in Walterboro, South Carolina. Last night, a little after 9, uh, to be exact, Carol Lieberman, a forensic uh, psychiatrist, body language and columnist of Inside the Criminal Mind in Front uh, page detectives nice enough to give us a couple of minutes early hour for her no question uh right here and uh we say a very good morning to you and uh what was it surprising again uh, carol that three hour uh deliberation six weeks of trial and 70 witness give it witnesses give it take here uh was that a surprise or did you expect a quick one here well, um, it was a pleasant uh, effect. I don't know. I, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about how long it would take, but it was very nice to for everybody's wait to be over. Um, you know, this it's it's. And I was just reading about uh, one of the jurors has given an interview, and he said that it took forty five minutes. I don't know why. I don't know why it was three hours, but he said. Well, he said first they took a poll, and um, there were nine people who. Uh, believed he was guilty, and two people who believed he wasn't, and one person who wasn't sure. And the, the reason why those people w- were either not sure or thought not guilty was because of the um, shells, the, the fact that they thought maybe it could be more than one killer. But um, but they were able to convince them. I guess that was, the, you know, in 45 minutes they were able to convince them that um, that he was guilty. And the main thing that convinced them of their guilt, of his guilt, was um, the the video, you know, hearing his voice in Paul's video and proving that he was at the kennels. You know, not only that, but how about Bubba the dog? Wasn't barking at all, and that Snapchat video uh, certainly uh, was the, uh, the magic potion as far as the jurors were concerned. Did you agree with him testifying, Murdoch testifying early in the week? Well, he that really did him in, you know. If there were any people who were um, still wondering, um, I mean, at least for the majority of the jurors, it, it did him in because it was so obvious that he was lying, and he didn't show any remorse, and um, he just talked about these things. Even his, you know, they talked about uh, how he cheated all his clients, took their money, and um, they, they he kept the prosecutor kept asking. You know, how did you feel? What were you thinking when you, you know, looked these people in the eye, and and how could you do that? Or, and he refused to answer that. He refused to get into what he was thinking or feeling, and uh, even like a quadriplegic, he stole money from. I mean, it was, it, he just showed himself to be ruthless, and that was, um, you know, I think he was, he's too, he had too much of an ego. He wanted to testify. He wanted to. He thought that he could smooth talk the jury. The jury into um, you know going along with his lies, just like he's been smooth talking people all his life. Yeah, uh, without question. Uh, Carol Liebman with us on the Murdoch uh, situation. The verdict in last night, and he'll be sentenced uh, today at nine thirty uh, this morning, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, in essence, you know, a couple of things here. Uh, interesting how uh, maybe the dog and uh, maybe Paul. Uh, the deceased actually did Alex Murdoch are in with that uh, video. Um, you know, the other question was, 
also on video was you know, him trying to stand up that little tree that Paul was video video uh, videoing video videotaping yeah. uh, his father wearing the powder blue shirt, the khaki pants. Uh, not the clothes he was wearing when police arrived on the scene, the white yes. T-shirt, Carol, and the shorts. And those clothes have never been recovered yet. Question there, one. Two, the weapons, the lies, the pills. You know, if, if not him, who? I mean, that's, that's what the 12 individuals uh, were thinking. And that's why you got a quick verdict here. And those clothes were key. Where was that pad of blue shirt? Where were the, the khaki pants? Still never to be found at this point, right? Yes, and, and the guns. Also, they haven't found the guns. Hello? Exactly. So, you uh, know, what else is it? What else is a jury to think here? Yes. Um, plus, if he was, you know, he he told a little different story each time. But uh, supposedly, he went over to the to to Paul and his wife um, once they were on the ground, once they were dead, um, and to, to sometimes he said to feel their pulse. Sometimes he said to to see if they were breathing. You know, he made up different things for why he went over to them. So if he went over to them and touched them, why didn't he have any blood on his white um, pants and top? So many questions. Uh, so many questions, uh, indeed. You don't have any doubt that Clifton Newman, the judge, will go max on each count here, 30 years to life, correct? I don't know. Um, I mean, even if he just got 30 years, uh, 30 years to life, I mean, he probably wouldn't ex live through that. I mean, he probably wouldn't last 30 years. Um, so I don't know if the judge is going to feel like uh, he was once a respected member of the of the community, or if he's going to feel that that um, the the jurors or the town, you know, want him to get the max. Um, I mean, really, in a way, it doesn't matter because he's gonna he's gonna be there for the rest of his life. You know, one question I have is, I wonder if um, he is. Let's just say he even got thirty years to life. Um, I wonder if he would spend that time. Well. Uh, or if he would kill himself before then, because it must be really, um, you know, hard for someone who had the life he had before to have the life in jail. And before the verdict, you know, he was probably convincing himself that he's going to get off, and so he was hanging in there. But um, but now, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, his lawyers probably told him that they're going to appeal, um, or else I think he would have had a bigger reaction. No question. No question. But, you know, it's interesting, 95% of those types of appeals never go by way as far as a reversal. So uh, right. I don't expect things to change. Um, what about, you know, I, and I kind of, uh, two things for you here. The alternate that was thrown into the mix at the 11th hour here, uh, juror pulled off the juror's uh, line, basically, by Clifton Newman talking to, uh, you know, talking and uh, to others when instructions were given. You know what? Uh-uh, that ain't going to cut it. You kind of like what Newman did there. But the interesting thing, it's not really been talked about. Here you have an alternate come in, coming into this mix here at the 11th hour during closing statements. And you only wonder if 
people would have adhered to the instructions if that same verdict would have come in play. Not really discussed yeah. enough here regarding that alternate. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> it's always a mystery uh, what happens in the jury boxes. But but I think with, with the first poll that they took, being um, nine people wanting him to be found guilty uh, and the three folding <laughs> in 45 minutes, I, I think it would have still been guilty regardless. I don't know that the other person would have been a holdout. You might be right. Final one for you. You know, you have so much experience regarding psychiatry, forensics, and I find it just fascinating uh, in the aspect of an Alex Murdoch to do this to a son, your own flesh and blood, your wife, in order to better your own situation, your circumstances. What, what is the makeup of an individual of this nature? How cold, how callous, uh, how much of a monster can you possibly be as a human being when you dissect this? Yes. Well, you know, uh, I think the prosecutor said something like this, um, that, you know, all through his life, I mean, he's like he supposedly loved his wife and loved his son, um, but he loved himself more. And that, I think, is a theme I think he was a spoiled child. You know, he he was born into privilege, born into this very well-respected family and so on. And he was just a spoiled child, basically, who never grew up. And his family, you know, yes, I think that he loved them to some degree, but he loved himself more. All right. We lost Carol there for a second. 